This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. It is Monday. Let's get to it. Hopefully your 25th of July has been a productive one so far. Boston Celtics talking. With the Nets, reportedly, I think Shams had it first. Woj has come in with it. Possibly ready to trade Jalen Brown and others for Kevin Durant. We'll get all into that. What's Boston doing here? You just swept the Nets. Do you really need to do this? You just went to the finals. Jeremy Pruitt. We knew he was dumb, didn't we? We knew he was dumb. Now it's been confirmed by the NCAA. Man, don't even know how to cheat. Uh, we'll get to that. 18 level ones for Tennessee. What's the punishment going to be? We'll get to that as well. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. Derek Carr is not. I feel like some people are confused, John. Maybe we'll get into who they are. And, of course, it's a respect burger day. I got plenty to hand out, including, John, this is a lot of talking for me, an award-winning career coming to an end this week here in Memphis locally that we've got to pay tribute. Respect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Respect. Ron Olson is, in fact, calling it a career. And we will certainly... That's not who I'm talking about, and he's not calling it a career. Oh, okay, sorry. That was just what I thought should happen. My bad. Uh, so, yes, we will, we will give that. Uh, we will give a respect burger out for, for uh, this very deserving person. Mm-hmm. I, want to be, I, don't, I don't want to give it away. Don't. I don't want to give it away, man. Don't. I know it's a big thing. Just so. get your disrespect dog ready. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, we have a big show planned for you today. I want to congratulate... Uh, Desmond Bain and Brad mm. on the uh, healthy delivery of your newborn son. I know this was this was very important, but it, it, well, I was in labor, you know, all day yesterday. Can we give Brad a respect yeah, burger yeah, yeah, for give, showing up? You know, respect. what maternity leave? You know, I, I'm right. I ain't taking Pushed no month off, Jason. Either I'm gonna <laughs> be here for you, people. Well, thank you for that. I absolutely love it, man. No, in, in all seriousness, doesn't mean it welcome his uh, his son into the world over the weekend, which is a beautiful thing. Fantastic development. Everybody seems happy and healthy. Uh, what a year it's been for him. I mean, that's that's a nice punctuation on uh, on a, on, a, on a great uh, on a great year for doesn't make career individually team. Mm-hmm. Now he's bringing in a son. It's a uh, it's a wild ride, but. Uh, you know, I'm assuming it'll be uh, it'll be a blast. So, congratulations to uh, Desmond Bain for that. Jason Fitz is going to join us at 125. We'll talk to him. NFL about the NFL. 
which I, I'm being told is only only seven weeks away. Yeah, only seven only, weeks. You don't 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 count the days. You know, you like a little boy around Christmas. No, I, I'm so long. No, everybody's like so I'm, I'm seeing like tweets and stuff like oh, that's seven good. weeks. That's a long time, dude. A lot of things can happen in seven weeks. But I, I get it. No, we're supposed to like you know peel the you know the dates off the calendar. So Jason Fitz is going to join us uh, at 125. We'll get his thoughts on some things going on around the NFL with him at 125. So looking forward to that. That is the show today. Looking forward to it as always. But there are a few things like there tend to be, right, like there tend to be on a Monday that we got to touch on. Kevin Durant, potential trade included. So let's do cap or no cap. Cap. It means lion, but built different. Now it's cap. I'm going to say cap. For no cap. I'm going to say that that's no cap. On 92.9's Jason and John Show. All right, before we get to the uh, list here from our staff that we put together, I, I might admit you were probably the first person to put this out there and celebrate way more than I did about the Desmond Bain birthing. I did put it out. I did. I saw it. My wife actually told me. She said, look, uh, Desmond Bain had, uh, had, had his kid. I said, oh, that's great. Great. Congrats to yeah. Desmond Bain. Certainly deserves a shout-out on Twitter for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Well done. Uh, let's get to the cap or no cap. Bay, this is BS, basically. We're trying to call these if they're true or if they're BS. The Celtics should throw in Marcus Smart to get Kevin Durant. Is that cap or no cap? Marcus Smart, should he go? He should go or no? Well, so here's the here's the backstory. They offered Jalen Brown and uh, Derek White and a future first rounder for Kevin Durant in the initial round, right? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing about negotiations. You'd never give your best offer in your first offer. That's, that's right. That's not what Nets you do. Nets turned down the first. Right. So the Nets, of course, naturally say, no, we want more. Uh, and the thought, and the prevailing thought is that it would require uh, them throwing in Marcus Smart and potentially another rotation player. Now, I don't know how many rotation players they got left after Jalen Brown, Derek White. I mean, it, you know, Peyton one of those bigs, I guess. I don't know. I mean, Horford, or you know, I don't know. I I don't know what uh, <clears throat> what other rotation player uh, there would be. I, and of course, the Nets would counter and say, "Well, if we're going to give you Derek White, Mark Smart, Grant, perhaps. and uh, it, that's which, a, yeah, that's nice. That's I'm too just much. throwing in. Stuff. Yeah, I like it. Grant Williams is too much, by the way. Like, like that, I that think I can hear that too. Do. That yeah. you just cannot do. Um, look, if if the deal, if they could get to a point where the deal is Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. You know, Derek White and a couple firsts, I would probably do it. I would probably do it because you acquired Malcolm Brogdon, right? So, yes. So Marcus Smart's time with the Celtics is going to be up anyway, one way or another. Now, it, it, he still could be a good player for them and, uh, you know, make you know some big-time contributions. But would I package him for Kevin Durant, given what I just brought in over the summer? Yes, I would. Now, do I need to do this? As a team that just got to the finals and has a really young core and should feel really good about the future, I don't need to do it. But if I feel like, okay, Kevin Durant's going to put us over, Kevin Durant's going to get us a championship as opposed to falling short there against the Warriors, sure. And, you know, I know there's a, there's you know other complicating factors as well, like Jalen Brown's contract and, you know, what he's earning versus what he's producing and when right. that's going to come up. So, because that's why San Antonio ultimately traded away DeJounte Murray, right? DeJounte Murray was on a specific deal which he was out playing, right? He was he was an all star. He was out playing it, so they said, you know what, we're gonna give we're gonna send you somewhere else and Well, they're about to tank. Yeah, and that as they're well. I'll show you how to do it. I I it's a, I would not do it with Grant Williams, right? I think that's just a little too much. 
four Weird guys. That he's your line on Kevin saying, Durant. Like, Durant, if, I'm Durant give, if, if I'm giving you, and he's I'm, good role player. I agree with Lord. you. I would insist him be in it though. If I'm the Nets, if I'm giving you Marcus Smart, I'm giving you Jalen Brown, I'm giving you Derek White. I, I mean, I can't give yeah, that's you a bunch Grant of perimeter. It's a bunch of perimeter guys. Yeah, but I mean, right. I, I can't give you my entire team. I'm just not going to do that. Now we're going to have to we're going to have to come back to the table. I would do it if it were under those parameters. If it, if it takes half my roster, because I also don't think we've had this conversation before. You know these these quote unquote big threes. You know big twos, whatever. They don't win anymore. You got to have your Jordan pools. You got to have your depth, man. It's just true. Why did the Grizzlies win 56, 56 games? It ain't because John Morant. John Morant missed twenty plus games. Mm-hmm. You know you got to have guys who you can count on and rely on. When ultimately and inevitably that eighty-two game grind catches up with you, you know. Um, so I, I do think that's important to keep in mind. In two thousand nine, two thousand ten, when that was the wave, and you were basically it was your big three versus their big three, right? That's fine. That's one thing. When everybody's building it differently now, and it's more eight, nine, ten man rotations, I think you got to keep that in mind. And the Celtics have a very good rotation right now. They were the championship. <laughs> they were the number one defense in the league. They won game one, right? You're, you're tinkering with that as well, doing this. Although Kevin, obviously, I don't think gets the credit he deserves as a defender. But obviously, you're trading away some of the glue yes. in terms of defensively to get KD. Yes. So there will be a drop-off. So I would, I would do it, but it would be specific. Um, and I would not mortgage everything I have to do it. I'm torn on this. Am I crazy for not doing it? They just swept KD. I realize that's not the Nets team that's supposed to have a Kyrie all season long and then Ben Simmons. So that's not that's not a fully loaded Nets team. Yep. But look how close you are, again, with that young nucleus. Yep. Okay, what's Kevin? You, you got four years of control of Kevin Durant, and that's great. But in the meantime, John, what are you going to be able to put around him after after you've you've traded away a ton of your good rotation, your rotation that was number one defensively. What's left besides Jason Tatum and Horford? Right, you know the pieces. Rob Williams, I, I'm imagining, is, yep. is still there anchoring the defense. Okay, that that sounds great. But again, you're older. Yep. And that window now, I don't, I don't care what you say, it's shorter. Well, you're ca- I, you're cashing it in. You're you're, you're pushing all the way yeah. in right yeah. now. And I just think again, you're so close with a young nucleus. You brought in Malcolm Brogdon. Let's see how it works to to clean up the turnover mess. That that really kept you from winning a championship last year. Let's be real. I mean, Golden State was on a roll as well. It wouldn't you know a, a, a turnover or two saved might not have won you the title, but clearly that's a move that's made you better. Adding Malcolm Brogdon, I just like what you got. I like what you got, and, and no, maybe you don't win it this coming year, but you're set up now. Listen, Mike needed Scotty. You know what I'm saying? And 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 those guys were on. Again, sort of a similar timeline. Right. You start changing up the timeline, like I'm talking about Jalen and Tatum, to where you're making it old and young, you, you, you're changing your window. And so I, I'm torn because, again, I heard Mark Jackson, of course, every team in the league should be angling to get the best player in the league, as he says it, in Kevin Durant. Everybody should want to trade for him. But the Celtics are in a good spot already, right? And I, and I don't want to give up too much of that. Again, number one defensively last year mm-hmm. for for for. You know, a guy whose window is right now. You better win, or else you you know you've gone all in and, and you've missed here. So well, they would I, have they would have to throw in Grant Williams. I'm just kind of looking at their roster right now. Told, yeah, Grant would have to be. In, the Nets would would require yes. that they got him. And, and, and I promise and, you that it's I, insistence. I forgot that they added Gallinari. Mm-hmm. So you would say, okay, we're going to play Gallinari at that backup four, which is like 
like they kind of do the same things, right? Gallinari and, and Grant Williams kind of have the same games, kind of like you know that bigger forward, you know, small four who can you know pop out to the corner and make a three, right? Yeah, I'll take the youth. So, well, if you're going all in on Kevin Durant, though, right? Like you're gonna you're gonna say, all right, well, you know, you got four. Now years. they're obviously interested. They obviously want to do it. I mean, I, it's just years. it's disrespectful to Jalen Brown and me. Well, and he's pissed off about it on Twitter. Well, as he should be. I think <laughs> he's, he's got reason to be. But the uh, but the, the they got f- a good thing. The five would be uh, like the team would be like Malcolm Brogdon, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Al Horford, Rob Williams. Yeah. That's the five, which is a very very um, that's an amazing five, right? It's a great five. And then you would have Peyton Pritchard. And Gallinari off your bench. Wow. I mean, that would be, you know, I, and that's it, right? I mean, that's kind of your your seven man rotation. You got to watch the injury issues with Kevin Durant at mm. thirty three now, about to be thirty four in September. Yeah. You know, again, he goes down. Yep. You're back to okay, Done. Jason. Go win it out because we've we've traded everything else. You know. So. Yep. I I'd, I'd just be careful in terms of giving up the farm for it when you're. You were just in the finals yeah. you know, it, it's, with it, a very young nucleus, guys that are right. what, 24, it's, it's, 25 it's, years old. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I, I am just swept the big subscriber of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yes. And there is nothing about this team that's broken. Except that turnover issue. And they and that's youth. That, they mean, came back and, and got and, Malcolm and, Brogdon. And they went in and, and got Malcolm Brogdon to address yeah. it. I mean, I yeah. think there, there could be a deal to, like, you know, tweak or refine the roster maybe down the line but you're fundamentally changing everything about your roster when you go out and you get Kevin Durant it's a very drastic move and it doesn't feel like the Celtics are in a drastic position but you know I mean Brad Stevens knows a little bit better than I do everybody I, still feels like you got to have that I guess that that superstar to do it man but I, I you know I, I'm with you go this route that the Celtics have gone these young guys go this route that appears the Grizzlies are on build that thing with your young guys and see because eventually John these Kevin Durants these LeBrons they're about to age out of here yep. okay mm-hmm. and so having your young nucleus still intact and oh by the way if you've won a championship on the way which the Celtics have shown they're close I, I just stay young here I maybe call me crazy here but I, I'd stick with what I got and what I've added in the offseason if I'm the Celtics but they clearly want to do it Cap or no cap, and by the way, kudos to you guys. Friday's show, uh, the downloads, looking at statistics, uh, th- it was a great show because you guys talked to Keelan Lawson. We had uh, recruiting stuff in there. You had Curtis Givens on the show. Friday's show was really good. And That's this, all, Jason. Yeah, I think both of you put together a no, nice show there. I'm seriously, that. honestly, it, those are the kind of shows that, uh, that, that win awards for us. Um, and, and looking at it, we were talking with Keelan about this. Ja Morant and the possibility of an AAU team. This is cap or no cap. Ja Morant having an AAU team would change the game. Well, yeah, it was well, no cap. Yeah, it's obviously no cap. Um, you know, and I think it's I think it's a uh, I think it's a move that could honestly, you know, dissu- I think it could corner the market, so to speak, in Memphis on AAU basketball. Um, like I, I think it could put you know programs out. I do, um, because I think you you realize that it's yeah. There's no competing. There just isn't. I mean, just when you put a name on a jersey like that, it's it's just, it's, it's, just it's, it's team, that name. Put team Moran on it and it's see what it does. I mean, it, the and you got that Nike are, too. It's that name in Memphis. I mean, yeah. it's like it's like Penny, you know. But but I would argue yeah. even more powerful because he's yeah. playing now. He's mm. currently playing. You know, Penny Penny. You know, had his pick right, but. You know, Penny wasn't playing. It, it was a different way. Most of those kids didn't watch Penny Hardaway play. You know, certainly actively. I mean, they, they couldn't. But now, John Morant's going to be on TV every single day. And you could say, like, as a 16-year-old kid, 17-year-old kid, I can go play for, you know, 
John Moran's AAU team. Yeah. You know, like Keelan said, like you get like the best from, you know, South Carolina. I, I would even go as far as say like North Carolina, the Carolinas, you know, like maybe even the Kentuckys because he played at Murray State. You know, like there's 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 tentacles all around the country mm-hmm. with John Morant <clears throat> just generally. And I, I talked to some people about this over the weekend. And, yeah, like I, I really do. Like I think people would – there are some people that, that would just say, all right, man, you can have it. Like I'm out. You know what I mean? I really do. I think it would change the cheese up a lot in Memphis. And, uh, and, and, and it would, I mean, be a you know, threat every year, I would, I would think, to win the Peach Jam, right? I think it would be a great thing for Memphis because – I think you could attract national recruits to 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 that team. There's like Mo Can Elite gets national recruits, you know. Well, that's where I was going to start. Is that at least of late, Candy Chandler, now Curtis Givens the third are going elsewhere, mm-hmm. right? To Mo Can Hector Kenny Chandler's case, he's winning a national title with Mo Can. Okay, rather than staying in the Memphis area where you're from and playing for a a team that or hoop city, whatever it is, you're going out of town, though. And so, so back to the point that more than a knock on the teams that are doing it now, that just in terms of you put Team Moran on things and it's centralizing things and getting everybody back on board. To John's point, like how do you leave and go places for somebody else when it's Team Morant, right, backed by Nike, and it's that relationship between those two that you figure is 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 so strong right now. Obviously, Nike looking for someone to replace Kyrie as a signature shoe guy. They're coming off him. I mean, that relationship's so strong in terms of centralizing and getting the talent to stay here now rather than going to Mocan. Okay, that immediately does it. Like, like with all due respect, Thaddeus Young, his organization, they've done a great job, but you've got, you've got some talent leaving right now on that Nike contract. That's what I'm saying. So, again, from a business standpoint, Nike going to have two teams in town, two Nike-sponsored teams? No, that's, that's not. They, it, it, they would get on the train right now that's – on the star that's rising faster, mm-hmm. and that'd be John Morant. And again, does it does it keep local talent here? As John pointed out, can you then reach into South Carolina because that's where Jaws from? Go get the best out of there. Just makes a lot of sense from a business standpoint if you're Nike and you go with the the star that's on the rise. And we're talking about world star again. You know, clearly Team Thad's done a good job with it. Uh, Team Penny with that Nike contract before them. Yep. But this just makes a lot of sense from a relationship standpoint and what Nike clearly appears to be trying to do with Ja Morant. And, yeah, you centralize everything, you get back everybody under, you know, sort of one umbrella. I mean, that's that's going to change the game. There's no question I have a, So it's, a, it's no cap. Question on grassroots basketball. What kind of money could a guy like Ja as a quote-unquote investor putting his name on something like this uh, make from having, I don't know, several, you know, of these AAU teams, this is, well, it's, is this it's a not, million not, dollar. This, this isn't about John making money. This is about this is about his relationship with Nike, getting him in stronger. Nike is supplying Correct. basically the gear. that that the gear, uh, the travel it's money. Part of the Nike, Nike thing. can pour yeah. into his gotcha. organization, Team Morant, and allow these kids to you know nice. try, to try to build a monster. Basically, yeah, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a revenue. It's thing not a stream of money for him. Um, it's more of it strengthens his brand with Nike, right? It Correct. strengthens his influence. Okay, and you know, look, I mean, you the idea is you long you're thinking long term, right? So you get a young kid who turns out to be the next Jason Tatum or mm-hmm. whatever, and you put him in 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 Jaw, right? You put him in like he's wearing the Jaw signature shoe. You know, before he gets his own. Yeah, I mean, that's because you don't just walk into the, you, like, five guys have signature shoes for Nike, right? I mean, it's not like you just, you can be awesome, 
you don't get a signature shoe unless you're like a 1% of the 1% of the 1%. So the idea would be you just outfit that kid, you get him in the family, and he's representing you, mm-hmm. right? I mean, as I mean, guys wore Jordans mm-hmm. going up against Jordans, right? Jordan once wore pennies against Penny. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's kind of the you know you want to have that. You want to have that sphere of influence, and uh, it's it's all just part of the, the world domination for John right. Moran. That's the next step. I mean, that's you know in terms of off the court, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's I, it feels like it's a matter of when and yeah, not it's if. A, it's a runaway train. Yeah, John Moran and, 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 and I, stardom and. That relationship with Nike, and you wouldn't do like it that in that budding relationship. I mean, with you Nike. you could have one in South Carolina, I suppose, but you just don't have the talent pool there that you have here. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you you it's centralized here, yeah. and then you can go reach out and yeah. touch whether it's a South Carolina or, like you said, maybe even reaching into a North Carolina. I think you can get all those border states. You can grab one or two from um, and bring them in. So, yep, that's yeah, change the game. No cap, <laughs> it would. Um, Job Morant gets in the grassroots. Uh, Grassroots business. Excellent. That sounds fun. Uh, Devontae Adams, you're going to have to help me on this story because uh, he's, he's I, I guess, within the, the hour that's been updated. Devontae Adams kept it too real, cap or no cap. Well, so oh, Devontae, Adams, <laughs> Devontae Adams was uh, talking to CBS over the weekend on Friday, and, uh, and he said, anytime you change quarterbacks from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. Mm-hmm. And like apparently this was like a very controversial thing. Of course it was that, that, that he said, right. which I don't understand why. Because Derek Carr's not even close. Not Derek Carr's Hall not of a Hall of Famer. What are you talking about? You don't understand why. So that, that's, we can tell you wrote this out saying that, he kept it too real. That's your issue. That's your issue with uh, the it's everybody's issue, and it's why he had to come out and, and correct it. Basically, they've gotten back in his face and say, "What did you mean by this?" And he's had to come back and he so, said, uh, adjust the statement. He yeah, said, "He yeah. said, he said, being a rapper, it's very vital. You've got to have the bars." You know, you got to have the bars. The line's got to be there. But a very, very vital and critical piece of being a rapper is a delivery, right? I wasn't a great rapper the other day. What I'm not going to do is take away from that statement because why is Derek not a Hall of Famer? What I meant, I left one key out of there because that's not exactly what I meant. But I do think that Derek's career is Hall of Fame worthy. And why not? Does he have the MVPs right now? No. Has he won a Super Bowl? Not yet. That's obviously what we're chasing. But what I meant to say was, even if you As go, won a playoff game. even if you go Hall of Famer what to Hall of Famer, that? it's an adjustment. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I mean, what's wrong with believing in your guy, man? What's wrong with that? This is some sick smoke. That, that here. was like Tyreek saying that, uh, you know, Tua throws as good a ball as Patrick Mahomes. No, no, see that 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 <laughs> same statement, kind of blowing the same kind of garbage right, smoke. Bro. But see, that statement is further away from this one. Just because Derek's better than Tua, don't mean it's it's not apples to apples here. You're blowing up the guy that you're with in a way that's. No, I not mean, even close to no, being the not yeah. even yeah. close to being he the truth. Him up. Absolutely, no he gassed him up. He gassed him up. I, In the end, it's the same thing on both sides. And I get it; you're blowing up your guy, but come on, Derek Carr and Hall of Famer shouldn't be in the same sentence. But right now. but it shouldn't surprise you though. I mean, they went to college together. They were college teammates. Just They're call re- him your boy. That's all you need to do. Reuniting, you know. Mm-hmm. But you're but that's not you're you're trying to give him like a real vote of confidence though. You're trying to like defend him. You're not trying to say like. Oh, uh, you know, well, I know his career kind of sucked to this point, but I'm here to revitalize it. I mean, that, you're not going to say that. No, but you can just say Pro Bowler to Pro Bowler then. Because doesn't Derek have a few of those? Oh, like, after, you know that. I, what, I know he's got three. Like, he's some kind of nine-time Pro Bowler. He's got three, I think, dude. That's not act like it's overdone here. He's a three-time oh, Pro Bowler. Then he should have just said Pro Bowler to Pro Bowler, and nobody would have messed with it like yeah, this. Yeah, but then they'd be like, but he went really? too far. Everybody's a Pro Bowler. I think Kirk Cousins a Pro Bowler these days. Hall of Fame crier on the field. You <laughs> now, just you, haven't seen many now, of those. One thing Derek you will have, do it. One thing you have not mentioned as part of his as part of Derek Carr's career 
is that he is a two-time Mountain West Offensive Player of the Year. That ain't got Mountain West garbage. No, it, it, he, did, he did it twice. Two-time, back-to-back years. The Mountain West. What does West? that have to do with now? We're talking about now. We're talking about an entire record, an entire resume, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about two very big bullet points there. That was with Devontae Adams. Those are, these are not the kind of headlines we want coming out of Raiders camp right now, that Devontae's going around calling Derek a Hall of Famer. Come on, bro. I do think, I, I, and I, you know, we'll talk to Pitts about this, but I do think that there's way too much love for the Raiders right now. Like, I, it's just not, they're not, they haven't done anything. They haven't won anything yet. That's right. You know, I mean, they, that's right. And I know they went Bring to the playoffs last year, but mm-hmm. they didn't, you know, they didn't win a game. Right. And I, they added some pieces that I think will help, but like, I still have a lot of questions. It's a new coaching staff. It's a new front office. Jason, this is a different tenor from John. I'm not used to him. Getting a di- little bit like Jeff here. Yeah, like downplaying is a – this is yeah. a weird territory. Well, because you got to remember, though, how often have how often can you remember in the preseason that the Raiders like were picked as a team that people thought would make noise, right? It does not it's, happen. Uh, it doesn't really happen. It, I'll I, mean, give you I, that. I can think of like maybe 2017 yeah. was at the last they time. They are loaded up, though, John. The, the expectations are, are high. Uh, and, and, and they should be. When you go out and you get Devontae Adams, I mean, you're supposed to produce. There's no doubt. But there's a reason why, you know, whether it's over at Superbook or wherever, their win total is eight and a half. It's not ten and a half. It's not eleven and a half. Right. It's eight and a half. Now they, I think they're going to go over that. I, I do. But you have well, those corners are a big reason why. Yeah. Folks don't go up top on y'all. You have mm-hmm. you have, over the top. You have six games. Every QB in that the division. Broncos, good. the Chargers, and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that's very difficult, right? I mean it is. It's it's uh, that that that's as bad. Guys could easily go two and four. Against those six, yeah, easily. I, I mean that, that that's exactly right. I mean it's going to be a war every single week, basically. So, um, and 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 every game could be decided by a field goal. Uh, that wouldn't shock me either. Like I think it's just going to be a really competitive, like coin flip of a division, and that applies to everybody that they play. Um, but you're you're not down with the uh, Hall of Fame comparison, huh? No. And whoever wrote that saying he kept it real, <laughs> foolish as hell. That was one of our staffers. Yeah, I know, you know which one. One of the yeah. interns. Yeah, I, somebody in that back room. Right. Uh, let's go to SEC news. This broke Friday afternoon and uh, kind of interesting. We knew it was coming, but uh, 18 level one violations for your Tennessee volunteers, John, and of course the wife of Jeremy Pruitt even involved paying off recruits and taking care of people, hotel rooms, getting crazy. 18 level ones for Tennessee. Tennessee will serve a lighter punishment than Memphis does. does with James Wiseman, is that cap or no cap? Well, what, I'm gonna say no cap. What do we expect in terms of Memphis's punishment? Is the question right now? What do we expect? Even with it being, uh, if it's scholarship reductions, Penny getting a suspension, and no, no, set aside the the postseason ban because I don't think any of us think that right now. Even if it's that, I bet that ends up being more than what Tennessee's gonna get. Uh, one thing Tennessee didn't get was a lack of institutional control because of how much quote-unquote cooperation mm-hmm. they've done with they the NCAA. They fell on the sword. Re- remember, the, remember the IARP's thing, the NCAA's thing here, was that Memphis didn't cooperate. We did not fall on oh, the sword. Remember, we, want, we got computers you guys didn't fight, give fight, us and fight. all this stuff. So on their four level one violations, Tennessee got 18. I'll bet you in the end, because again, Pruitt's gone. You know, uh, you're dealing with recruits, some of which not even there at this point. I'll, I'll bet you in the end, Tennessee gets a slap on the wrist. And, yeah, comparatively speaking, it might end up being less than what Memphis gets because, again, we don't know how long that suspension could be for Penny or how, you know, if it's three scholarships or you know, as opposed to two or one. You know, we'll see. I mean, I, I can't imagine they'd go over two scholarships at this point for, 
for something. Again, we're talking about $11,500 before Penny was even the, the coach in Memphis. That said, mm-hmm. Memphis, according to the NCAA, didn't cooperate. Tennessee did, and that gives ten, that gives the NCAA the avenue to say, okay, well, here's yours, Tennessee. Here's your little, little light slap on the wrist, whereas with Memphis, we'll go a little harder. You do you disagree? No, I don't disagree. I, I I think you know. Look, because Jeremy Pruitt's no longer there, he's been fired. I I I think they're going to have this new. You know, I mean, the NCAA is has no teeth anymore. We're seeing that by the day, right? Correct. Like the transfer rule's gone, the APR is gone. Like this is a lawless society, basically, at this point in college athletics. So I don't really think that either program at this point is going to get hit. You know, particularly hard, right? That's kind of changed. Um, but yeah, like they'll they'll get nothing. Like they, 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 they went, these programs rarely do. I mean, Ole Miss is like the last like you would say big time program, quote unquote big time program mm-hmm. that got anything like of substance, right? Mm-hmm. And that was you know, you know, it was about lawless. I mean, that's really what that was down there. That's what it had to be. I mean, we're talking about sixty grand in illegal benefits. Basically, that's what it boils down to. That his wife, who did you read that part, was a former compliance officer down at Florida State, where he met her. Mm-hmm. She uh, accused of making twenty five cash payments, totaling about twelve five, to help a prospect's mother make her car payment. Mm-hmm. And we can go back and forth on, but nobody well, knows damn. the rules better than compliance officer from Florida State, Casey Pruitt, uh, who married uh, 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 Pruitt here. Yeah, no, I don't think it's going to be a uh, it's crazy a harsh punishment. I don't think anybody's going to get punished harshly anymore, though. I think that's kind of just the 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 age that we are in. Like I do, I really believe like these stories used to like stop time. You know, oh, uh, SEC program hit with you know eighteen level one violent. That would have like that would have dominated the friggin' like. See, and Tennessee was smart. They put this all at Pruitt's feet. Oh yeah, and they don't have to pay. They, they self eighteen million dollars they're saving. Self imposed twelve scholarship reductions last year yep. that the NCAA said. Oh okay, well thank you for doing mm-hmm. that. Like and here's your light little light slap on the wrist. Right. But again, they know how to they know how to do this stuff. Yeah, and and that's the way you that's right. the way you handle it. You get ahead of it and you reduce the scholarships, John, in a year where you're changing coaches. But truth right. is though, like this really this story used to like. Really would it would like uh, it'd be the biggest thing smoking you know and now it's just like eh. when I when I hear stories like this I just roll my eyes well you said the key is like there's no teeth yeah like it doesn't it doesn't right. it doesn't it does, it's like nothing's gonna happen the, you know what I mean there will be no these programs can drop. do whatever the hell they want and they are and they are gonna do whatever the hell they want and there's really not gonna be any kind of repercussions for it and this is just gonna be another example of that the frustrating thing is the way the NCAA and they've done this for years is they string along these stories it's just on and it's on purpose it's here Notice of allegations. Next thing, leak a story. Uh, here's how many violations. Oh, and then there's the the, the actual penalty fit. It's just a, it's so stu- it's grandstanding. But remember this this was a sitting head coach right. who was uh, accused of recruiting violations. Penny Hardaway was a coach at East when he gave right. Wiseman the money for eleven thousand five hundred dollars. Right. But being you know in in the same sense, it's still under the same umbrella NCAA violations. It shouldn't be. It's Penny still, was not the know, sitting coach at Memphis yeah, trying to get Wiseman to Memphis. Jo- uh, Jason, I, I hear you. It like makes, the spirit of the truth should be involved here. Nobody's arguing that. I think the thing that's frustrating is how stupid it was still for Memphis to fight at that point because if you would have fallen on the sword, you'd probably get out of this thing pretty thin. Well, that's where I go back to Tennessee knows how to handle these things. Yeah, and, get and out Memphis, of that. Because some of us were, yes, Brad, with you saying, don't do this. Right. You've got a program after James Wiseman. Well, He's only going to be then, a year. stupid now. Don't challenge. Just give them what they want. They're pound of flesh. Suspend them for a few games. You'll come back okay on the other end. Maybe the kid keeps playing, too. That's right. But, but they they dropped the ball at that point, and that's been 
that's been We've said and stated. We've talked about that over and over again. It's just yeah. still frustrating when you see this because oh, Tennessee they did it right. Yeah. And then finally, uh, the Vince McMahon news dropped on Friday afternoon, too. Man, we missed two big stories there. This is the one where he retired. He kind of released it on the news dump on a Friday afternoon. Uh, cap or no cap, Vince McMahon leaves a complicated legacy, John. Well, it, 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 I think you're going to get two different answers here, probably from both sides of the aisle. Uh, I saw that news. We had talked about it. It's you a know. sexual misconduct scandal. Yeah, yeah. No, he, that I mean, he's getting out of town out. here. Yeah, basically. he paid off. He basically he got ahead he g- gave out a lot of hush money. Right, he paid out a lot of hush money in some in some cases with employees. Right, employees and, yes. and, and like wrestlers and things like that. So, yes, very uh, reprehensible behavior in that sense. And so, I would say, uh, yeah, of course, it's a complicated legacy. Stephanie McMahon was uh, on SmackDown because this all came out Friday night. Like even Vince McMahon in his retirement knows what he's doing. He retires on Twitter. Like a couple hours before the show, the event, right? Yeah. yeah. So I tuned in, Jeez. like, of course. Like, I'm like, what? What are they going to say? What's Stephanie McMahon going to say? You know, and 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 she kind of mouths to the camera. She's like ushering in this new era where where she's taking over. I love you, Dad. You know, so she, you know, it's it's one of those things. Look, what's undeniable, and I know this is not necessarily important to you because it wasn't your thing. What is undeniable <clears throat> is that from I don't know, 2000, you know, 1995. You could maybe go back a little earlier than that to about 2003, 2004. Like, I feel like Vince McMahon put the most compelling product on television week in and week out. I mean, in non, you know, non-sports terms, right? Like, every week long. I mean, like, the ratings, like, cable would tell you. Like, Monday Night Raw used to be the thing to watch on cable television. And, like, it was his creation. It was his baby. Uh, you know, The Rock. Stone Cold. Right, what's come out of his creation. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, Mankind, uh, The Undertaker, Kane. Yeah. I mean, well, pick, you know, John Cena, um, the great Booker T. I mean, y- yes. you know, you, you now you're talking. Titus O'Neil. You know, you think about some of the greats that have come through. That, I mean, a lot of it is through Vince. Now, in, in the later years, I don't think he had as sharp a touch, and that's probably true of everybody that ages, mm-hmm. right? Like, you're just not the same creative, sharp mind that you were. But... At at various points, undeniably, like he like the talent that was coming through that place and the product that was being put out was just the best. It was the best, you know, for a kid like me. I was you know twelve, thirteen, fourteen years old watching WWE. Like it was amazing. The Rock and Stone Cold and you know the the alliance there. But yeah, I mean, what what happened, you know, and what's coming to light? I mean, it it, it undoes a lot of that. There's no question. It's just it's 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 reprehensible behavior. And I know there were some things that he did, maybe on camera, that he never had to face uh, the music for. Mm-hmm. You know? Drop the N-bomb. I don't know. How, if that had happened now, it'd be, it'd be a different story. Well, you can't, you know, it's just one of those things. Like, you can't really believe that it happened. He dropped it in, like, a, one of their skits. Yeah. As if it was okay, which was absurd. And Yeah, like, uh, he... Uh, yeah, times have changed quite he was a bit. Doing, he was doing a, a promo with uh, John Cena. And he and he's walking by, and he says, "What's good in the hood?" That <laughs> was awful. It's, and if you look at it now, it's like, how in the world did he get away with that? And then, and then he goes on to say, like the N bomb or whatever. And and yeah, it wasn't a mistake. Like a, no, it was definitely like it was written. And then he walk, and then like the camera, he he walks away, and the camera pulls back, and he was he's walking right past Booker T. Mm-hmm. As he said it. Who had mistakenly done it. Had yes. it not been Booker T. Many who years ago. Early, right, many years ago had yes. dropped it mistakenly. This yes. was part of the bit that apparently Booker T. Had Hulk agree- Hogan. Had agreed to. Yes. Like, I mean, you had to know about, know about it beforehand, right? No, no. Because he's he going to be the brother that's on the scene when this dude drops the N-word. Right. Yeah, you would not have gone for that if you were Booker T. 
then or now or then. You would. I just I, it surprised the hell out of me. The book he was. Willing then, but again, you would have given him the uh, the the scissor kick, spin a Rooney. No, you got to do something else, man. That's what you'll tell Vince that for your own good, for the good of our organization. Let's sure. go a different route. Yep. I mean, have a voice, my man. My man Booker T let me down there because yeah. he clearly had to know beforehand. Oh, again, you're not doing did. that. He wouldn't like they they put the thing on camera, everything else. What year was that? That was again, probably like oh five, oh six. It's amazing how much times have changed just in the short time since oh five, oh six. Yeah, you know, talking about fifteen, sixteen years ago, seventeen years ago. That is nuts, and it's part of the bit. And yeah. he didn't. It didn't get bleeped. He said it. No, he I said mean, he, my, uh, yeah. he absolutely said it. All right. Yeah. Sometimes I, I feel like I'm the only person in Memphis that doesn't watch wrestling. I swear, people here they're maniac. you're the only one. You know, I'm right there with they you love, now. And, I mean, and John's phased out. You can tell from the time that we've started this show in terms of his yeah. excitement level for wrestling. He's phased out of it. He said he's watching it last week. Why? Because the, 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 the announcement. I watched the, the announcement. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that makes but, sense. But then when the you don't watch WrestleMania anymore, you don't feel like you don't come in here talking about it anymore. Like it's changed just in the six years we've been doing the show. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, and is that a, that's a result? Is that is that you getting old, or is that the product? I think it's a combination of both. You know, mm-hmm. I do. I think if 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 the product were objectively more interesting, I would probably like maintain a little bit of a. But yeah, I mean, I'm 31 yeah. years old. Who's yeah. the next rock? I, I, there is no next rock. A that's there is. None. I mean, you always have stars, of course. One well, may like, not live up to guys that. Like Roman but you got Reigns. a Stone Cold and a rock. But Roman Reigns, he can't. He can't do movies. Like, who's the next guy that transcends well, John and moves Cena into? Did. Yeah, but but that's a failure compared to. Well, like, the highest. You're, you're right. He's the next closest thing. They yeah. tried. He's done movies. He's crossed. Apparently, over. his show on but, HBO Max was like really good. But who's the Peacemaker? next big one? Yeah, I don't. I didn't watch. Peacemaker. It got really good reviews. Uh, the next one. Does match? anybody have any charisma? Anybody? Any rising stars like John Moran in the game? They're going to take over and be movie guys eventually. I mean, I know that that would be, there would be. You know, there's the AEW now too. The other one that See, the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars. Uh, owner's kid runs. Con. Yeah. So, and and the, like, there's like, that's where all like well, the guys who leave WWE go. To me, that speaks to a drop off in product if you don't have the next big thing on there. I don't, I mean, uh, somebody listening might think there is one. Maybe but, somebody would say that's Roman Reigns, but again, no, Roman doesn't even, have the charisma, no, the he ability, his he can't lines, talk. bro. Right. Yeah, like he I, forgets his line. What? Yeah, yeah he forgets his line all the time. Really? He, and he, we, that's awesome. He did it here in Memphis. <laughs> he did it here in Memphis. It was great because uh, he was doing a promo with John Cena. Cena and I'll never forget. my line. He go and and, and and John Cena says, "Go ahead, find it. If you're going to be the big dog, you better remember how to you know cut a promo." No, it was <sighs> great. It was, and you could tell Damn. like Roman like completely blanked. You know, mm-hmm. and, and it'll happen. Like that happens sometimes. You know, like it definitely is but part it of the, for him a lot. <laughs> but yeah, like it, he he he's a tough cookie in terms of getting on that microphone. No doubt about it. Do, but is it a complicated legacy? Yes. Ric Flair's last match, I believe, is this weekend. Yes. We have big plans. Woo! And some plans. We have some plans this we'll, week. We'll see how big they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have some plans to commemorate that. There you go. Uh, so anyway, all right, we'll come back. Jason Fitz is going to join us at 125. We'll talk to him about NFL and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Summer's in full swing, which means it's moving season. School is about to be back in session, so you're probably making those last-minute moves, getting that district that you're trying to get into. If that's what's going on, call my friends at Black Tie Moving for all your moving needs. If you're relocating, whether it's here, in town, whether it's cross-country, call my friends. They can handle it. 316-6196. 316-6196. Black Tie Moving is the best, man. They make it so easy. I know I've used them not once, but twice. I will move a third time just so I can use Black Tie, all right? That's how easy it is. They're licensed. They're bonded. They're insured. They show up when they say they're going to show up. You know that. You can trust that. 316-6196 is the number. I will never move without Black Tie again. Book your move now. It'll book up fast. Summer's here. Moving season is here. Black Tie wants to take the tour moving your things out of your hands. Make it that much easier for you. Black Tie moving, changing, moving the city of Memphis. Call today. During the break, Jason was in here singing. He was in here like a hallelujah chorus. What was he singing about, you're asking? What was he praising? This man was in here singing, James Wiseman. Can you believe it? I mean, it's like I cannot, I cannot get away from it. And what I would counter, I didn't tell him this during the break because I wanted to, I wanted to throw it on to him during the on-air portion of the bit. Them folks couldn't win a game in Summer League, and I'm supposed to sit here and get excited about the return of the Mac, James Wiseman? Why do you call him the Mac? I don't know. It just came to me, man. Has he earned that yet? No, he ain't earned nothing. Right. Man, they didn't get a win <laughs> with Kaminga, Moody, and Wiseman in Summer League. And you and you out here point me to a list saying, here are the next big returns of superstars. Yeah, ESPN's got him in a list that includes Kawhi and Zion and – uh, uh, John Wall coming back, some really big na- names, and Owen oh, Jamal Murray coming back for the Denver Nuggets, some really big Let's names. Let's play a game. And, oh, Which by one the of way, these don't belong? In the middle of it is, yes, James Wiseman, who, uh, what did he do in four summer league games? Not ten and a half and five and a half. Come 
Come on, bro. I would have liked. I would have liked that to have been twenty-one and ten in the four games. That said, it's not what Golden State needs from him, is it? Oh, okay, now they don't. They need just it. need him to be better, oh, athletic, more athletic, loony. Yeah. That's all they need. More yeah. athletic guys going to get bucked. Now you don't have to run you a sound dang like thing. Me rationalizing for James uh, Wiseman. Ko, that's you how, talk that's about going into like. a great situation. Him and Lester both. Like there's no pressure on him. They're coming off a championship season, and if he can finally stay healthy, brother, they got the uh, they got the open window for him. All you got to do is again be better than uh be better than Looney. Well, here's the thing: Ben Simmons myth does not exist uh, at this point, and uh, until I see him on a basketball court again, I will just presume he is like Bigfoot. Same thing with uh, Shaden Sharp from the uh, Trailblazers. Buddy is a, never saw him. Right? Buddy's a, a fable. Ghost. Right? Buddy's like uh, the Odyssey. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, just Odysseus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Buddy is Odysseus, man. Like you, you just a, you just you know he's a wives' tale. You can mm-hmm. gather around a fire and mm-hmm. like talk about the greatness. I swear to God, like I have, I read so many articles about Shaden Sharp in like March and April about coming back to Kentucky. Is he going to come back to Kentucky? Right. And then it's like all oh, the drama with that. And then he goes to the Trailblazers and he doesn't play. In the summer league, like dude is like a theory. Anyway, yeah, James Wiseman's on this list. The uh, that you know, obviously Golden State went and resigned him, and the point is that you know, I, I I guess I should pull this back. Looney rebounded very well for them last year, and so if Wiseman does not bring it, or you know, in in the short stints at least to start the year, he is not good. Ah. They're going to be in the market at some point to trade him, yep. and so it it would behoove him at some point to stay healthy here and again show it for longer stretches of time because they could move on if they wanted to and send you out of there. And again, you're in a great organization. There's no question about it. So at some point, to John's point, Wiseman had better kick it into gear. Um, he's in a good situation, but he doesn't. There's no promise he will be for long if he doesn't produce soon. It's part of. I mean, they resign Looney. If they need so little from that position. You, know, you better show it here soon, James Wiseman. But it is funny that he's on a list that's got all these other proven guys like you know Jamal Murray and Ben Simmons is on this list. I don't know what to expect from him anymore. I know. I was just thinking about that. Like I, I totally like forgot about him being part of the franchise there in Brooklyn. What I don't understand is how the Nets ever did a deal for him, and he passed the phys- how that back passed the physical. Set aside the mental health, he said he wasn't ready to play. But what about the back that had him out for a significant portion of that? How do you pass a physical? How did, how, how did your how did your team doctors let that through? And you you agree to the trade when the guy's back's clearly you know keeping him out for the first part of it? That didn't that that made no sense to me whatsoever on behalf of the Nets. We know you got to move off of off Harden. We get it. Harden wants out. But why would you take damaged physical goods? Right. Uh, that 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 was Ben Simmons. I, I I don't get that at all. Yeah, I. I... Completely agree, and I don't like. I'm with you. I don't know what we're supposed to like. Even when he comes back on the floor, like there's like something bigger going on with Ben Simmons. You know what I mean? We don't know what his role will be because it, is it a team without Kevin Durant that's traded him? Is it a team yep. that's still got Kyrie? Like what will be asked of Ben Simmons? We still don't know. But yeah, his probably more of a mystery than anybody because I think John Wall. You're going to get a motivated guy that's still trying to with the Clippers, right? Willing to take whatever role and trying to you know reshape keep his career going. There's no question about that. Jamal Murray, we know. I mean, the guy's going to fit back in. Denver has certainly missed him. You know, the other guys in this list, Kawhi, you don't worry about. But there's definitely some uh, some mystery with both James Wiseman and then uh, another name on this list, Kendrick Nunn, Lakers. Oh, expecting yeah. big things the from savior, him. savior, yeah. He's the savior. It's kind of weird, too. I like Wiseman, weird to be on this list. 
Yeah, I feel like he could just as easily be playing the TBT. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're we're gonna we're gonna hold him up. By the way, I see so many guys that like Memphis like missed on in recruiting playing the TBT. Like Tyler Ennis. Like he was in there, he's playing the TBT. Like I you just see all these random ass names that like you remember like Josh mm-hmm. recruit and, and miss on. You still watching that mess? I watched a little bit of it, yeah. I do. I mean, uh, Tariqo White moved on. It was it was very. Uh, now he is on the money team with yeah. They, they barely won. They almost got upset in the first round. And they're the one seed. Yeah, I mean, I watch because there's nothing else to watch. Like there's no there's no other basketball. I'm not a, you know I'm not in until my man El Nino comes back. I really can't get fully invested in baseball right now. Right. Plus, like you, I mean, you've seen how inflation is just it's impacting my ability to take my family of three to the ballpark. I just can't can't afford it. That's anymore. why you need to go pick out a good show like The Bear on FX. And go binge it. The Bear. The Bear. About a, a, a Chicago restaurant owner, basically. It's a restaurant if you want to. Italian Italian sausage, uh, 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 all that kind of good stuff. The hot dogs, all that. They're selling it out of this, trying to save this old restaurant with all this tradition. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, it's a lot of Chicago. Is it's it fun. a reality show? It's only, it's, only 30 minutes, uh, it's only 30 minutes an episode. So you binge it, you go through it real fast. And Ben Stiller, is, I'll tell you, is the reason I looked. Because okay. he, he had tweeted. Episode 7 mm-hmm. of this show was some of the best television, both the acting, the writing, everything else, said he couldn't breathe watching it that he'd ever watched. And so that's what brought me in, not to mention the fact that it's set in Chicago, everything else. So go go check out The Bear on FX. We did over the weekend. So you follow since, ben since you have no, on Twitter. Since you, I don't follow him at all. Okay. But, but this, retweeted this tweet got your... retweeted. Somehow I caught it on my timeline. Okay. And uh, I've always respected Ben Stiller's uh, his, his, uh, his opinion. On television and film, John. Okay. So I went and checked it out. It was good. It was good. I, right. w- I wish uh, season two, apparently, is, uh, it's already been renewed, but I wish it was coming out tomorrow because uh, it left us wanting more. Yeah, much like James Wiseman, right, in Summer League. <laughs> 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 kind of like, like first season of The Bear. Well just, done. Well just done. Just left us uh, wanting more. All right, we'll come back with the rundown. Jason Fitz is going to join us at 125. Stick around. Jason and John, how do you turn to him? ESPN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 